0: Welcome to, I feel like, our third edition, I think, of the Lori and Julia Book Club this week because we had our first LoJ Book Club live the other night. We are delighted um, to have a a first-time author on our store, Lori, and you, our show. And Lori, you're going to tell everyone about him, but I just want to remind everybody that we're sponsored by the Book Club restaurant. And every time you go into the Book Club restaurant uh, in Minneapolis, you mention Lori and Julia Book Club and you get a free appetizer or dessert with your meal. All right. Sorry, I'm
1: knocking things she down. Is.
2: Michael, are you there? I am here. Julia. Oh. <laughs> Michael, it's memory. so How good to talk Hi. to you.
1: We, uh, we're we really excited because Julia and I were just dazzled by your book, book. Swan's War. Oh, wow. oh my goodness. Thanks. Oh, we
0: love it. And we read so many
1: books. It's great. Yeah, it is. It is. So, Michael, thank you for being with us today. Um, we're... Uh, excited to have you share with our listeners the setup of this historical fictional novel swan's war taking place in world war ii
0: and before you do yeah. you talk to us michael we just want to remind people you're a former israeli ambassador to the united <laughs> states internationally well known author of three new york times books and um you've been on all the big shows everywhere so um thank you for being thank you for being on the big show in the twin cities lori and julia so give us the setup of swan's war
2: Well, first of all, thank you so much for hosting me. I don't know if you can hear me blush, um, but I'm blushing. Thank you. Um, It's a story set on an island off the coast of Massachusetts. Um, You know, no spoiler, it's an imaginary island. I made it up. Mm -hmm. It's called Fourth Cliff. The you know, book actually opens up with a, a map of the island so you can find your way around. And it takes place in 1944. It opens and um, it's a story of a, of a woman, Mary Beth Swan, who um, is a, an Irish uh, girl from South Boston whose grandfather and father were cops. And she wanted nothing else to be but to be a, a police woman or as they were called back then, a women policeman. Yes, <laughs> um, and they didn't carry guns, yes. and they didn't they didn't walk beats. So very very different than today. They had horrible uniforms, and um, and that she wanted to be, you know, in law enforcement. And she joins the police force in Boston, and she meets a young man named Archibald Swan. Archie Swan is the captain of the police of this island, Fourth Cliff. And you know, he marries her. He brings her to Fourth Cliff, and then World War Two breaks out, and he gets called into the Marines to fight in the South Pacific, and leaves her as the law on the island. Uh, which is difficult enough because the islanders are tough old mariners. Um, they don't like, a, frankly, a, a Catholic woman from South Boston, a right. uh, city girl. And, uh, and she's alone and, and um, in a rather inhospitable environment. But then things get actually very rough for Meredith Swan. On the island, imprisoned are 90 Italian prisoners of war. And this happened in World War II. America brought Italian prisoners to the United States, some 51,000 of them.
1: See, now I, didn't that. A, I didn't even yeah, know that. I didn't know that. Think, I think, Michael, the one thing that why Julia and I always do love anything, any Historical story set fiction. in World War yeah. II, is that there are so many incredible stories of courage and, and terrible things. And I mean, there's, like, there's so much storytelling to come from it.
2: There are things that I learned, frankly, during the course of the book. And one of them is the thousands of, uh, of American servicemen who guarded the coast uh, of the United States against U-boat attacks, mm-hmm. uh, which were very prevalent in, in the early part of the war. But it, as early as you know, the, a week before the end of World War II, there was a, a U-boat sunk off Nantucket. So <laughs> it really was a threat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that story, another story of the oppression of Italian-Americans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm not Italian. I grew up in an Italian neighborhood. And I was unaware that the same law that um, enabled the American government to round up, you know, tens and tens of thousands of Japanese Americans and put them in in in, in these camps, it was mm-hmm. the same law they used to round up Italian Americans.
0: Mm-hmm. I, di- I didn't know
2: and that either. Uh, yeah. And tonight, like Joe DiMaggio's parents. Amazing. Yeah. So, and uh, so this becomes a, a role in the book. Anyway, make a a, a not so long story short is that. Uh, there are 90 Italian prisoners of war on this island, and one after another, they start getting murdered. So Mary Beth Swan, who is the law on this island in this inhospitable environment, hunt down a serial killer who's afoot on Fourth Kiss Island.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's so great. It's so good. It's we so good. It's characters. so good. Your characters and, are... And that you're writing from a woman's perspective. I yeah, mean, talking yeah. about Mary, Mary Beth, all of her insecurities and her strengths, was yeah. that hard for you, Michael?
2: What's hard for me has been some of the reactions um, <laughs> of this to thing that she's like too human. Uh, I don't know if readers want to read about her actual real human being, but she's got, she's got insecurities, she's afraid, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's alone, she no, doesn't know she's up to the task, uh, and yet there's something indomitable about her, the mm-hmm. fact that she even you know, went into the police force against the wishes of her father uh, at a time when you know, people weren't particularly friendly to these women policemen. And 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 and, went and followed her husband and, and maintains the law on the island during his absence. And he's in combat and in terrible situations. Because part of the war is part of the book is their correspondence, right? Um, and and yes, you know she, she's very real. And um, and I I felt deeply for her. I identify deeply with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of my hero.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the cover is great, by the way, of your book. I like it. Yeah, um, I loved it, too. Yeah, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Michael Oren. Uh, the book is Swan's War. Um, Michael, you know, we're talking about the um, imprisonment of Italian-Americans, you know, d- right after World War II or during World we're, War II. And were they,
1: they were POWs, like, from the Italian army? No, there were some citizens.
2: P-O-W. Didn't you talk? Well, both, both, well, both is true, but the, the, the 51,000 prisoners of war were right. taken in the campaigns. That America fought against the Italian right. army in North Africa, in Sicily, and then in Italy itself. And did you come and across it's interesting this that They were kept oh. separate from the German prisoners.
1: Oh, Pardon me? Okay. Yeah, they were kept separate from the German so prisoners. The Germans
2: were, were considered, I think, more, more, more dangerous enemies. Mm-hmm. And there was actually an attempt to enlist some of these Italian prisoners' water in the U.S. forces, and many, many thousands did. Um, but they were kept in minimal security. Uh, camps, and they, were, they needed them for labor. There were, all the young men were off the war. A y- lot of young women were working in factories, and there was no one to fish and no one to farm, and they needed the Italian prisoners of war to work. Uh, and, um, and many of them stayed. Many of them stayed after World War II. But there were Italian-Americans who were imprisoned by the U.S. Mm-hmm. government. Wow. Because America was at war with Italy. In the same way that the, the government had imprisoned uh, Japanese, it's yeah, exactly the yeah. same presidential order. And um, they were hounded by the FBI and their houses were raided. They had curfews. They couldn't travel. Um, and it's a it's a it's a chapter that's not very well known. And it, frankly, it wasn't very well known to me until I started researching the book.
1: Mm-hmm. And for your research, uh, like, do you did you like that part of it? And did it take you, you know, like all different? Like, did you have to go to a lot of places to put this all together hmm. or was it easy to access?
2: Uh, well, I, you know, I'm a historian by training. Okay. I'm a history professor, and that's, I've written history. All right. Um, yeah, so you know how I, well, you I wanted do it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get it right. I wanted to get it right. I need, I need to know what people wore, yeah. what they ate, what they didn't eat because there was rationing. Right. I need to know what people spoke in the 40s, getting the language right. And... Um, you know, I, I I have one character said once, you know, it's a game game's over or game changer. And I looked it up in the dictionary, it turns out the first time the game changer was used in nineteen seventy. So you couldn't use that. Right. Right. And uh, they had a very rich, rich language, but a different language. Yeah. And um and then I had to find out about the workings of a nineteen forty one Harley Davidson motorcycle uh-huh. <laughs> which is <laughs> without actually going out and buying one. But the remarkable thing was that the LAPD uh, has a, uh, a video from 1941 on the workings of a, of a Harley Davidson Marlowe cycle. Um, the fact is you can find a tremendous amount online. Yeah. There are um, sites on the Internet about American language of the 40s, uh, about dress of the 40s, mm-hmm. and a lot about the history of, of, of women in the police force.
1: Well, I guess that's it's what makes you such a good storyteller is because you, this is rich in your imagination. and It's certainly coming across the page.
2: And my, my father was a, a, a very decorated uh, veteran of World War II.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, nice.
2: and, and so I, I visited, you know, his battlefields and I knew the people who fought with him very well. And so that world is very alive for me.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and Michael, we should have done our legwork, but we didn't. But I'm wondering who was the president at the time that you were the former Israeli ambassador to the U.S.?
2: I worked with President Obama for about five years.
0: You did? All right. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's got to be such a fascinating thing to do, and then you get to writing books, you know, and you're teaching history. Yeah, How
2: cool. yeah. I, I wrote a memoir called Ally. I shouldn't plug that on this. Just show, you can right? tell us it's called, about uh, it. Ally, which was, was a New York Times bestseller. It was uh, a rather edgy book, and it talked about my time in Washington as well as my sort of personal story.
1: And also the American-Israeli, you know, that whole the balance of that relationship.
2: Love it is, it. It is uh, and in many ways, the, the deepest and most multifaceted relationship which the United States has with any foreign country, but it has its, you know, it has its challenges mm-hmm. on the, the peace process, the Iranian issue. Um, I had a great honor in those years that, that I worked very, very closely with the vice president, who uh, is now the president, yeah. and his team, who's now the team, and, uh, and know them very well and, yeah. and came to admire them.
1: Do you, do you feel like I um, do you feel like everything's going to be OK in the Middle East? And is does Russia our big worry? Oh, gosh, we're uh, going we're going no, off. Be,
2: <laughs> we're going <laughs> to be OK in the Middle East. Nothing's going to be OK in the Middle East. The okay. uh, Middle East is a very, very problematic area. Uh, but what's happening now is totally unique because there's a, an alliance between Iran and Russia. And Russia is using Iranian armaments, these drones, to kill Ukrainians mm-hmm. who are backed by the United States. So you almost have like a proxy war mm. between the United States and Iran right now in Ukraine. Oh my God. And um, as an historian, I'll tell you I don't I don't know many cases like this in history. You don't oh I, oh, I we don't want I don't to want live in know. history. Right I know. Now. Okay, this, in this that's way. why you write fiction. Right. right. Okay, <laughs> we have to write, no oh, kidding. That's why you write fiction to that's get away from right. some of this stuff. Okay, oh so my gosh.
0: It, we have to ask you, Michael, what's the last great book you've read?
2: The last great book I read, because hmm, I'm, I'm reading constantly, constantly. The last great fiction book I read. Yes. Um, I love Elizabeth Stroll. I read everything she writes. And uh, I think she, no one writes love better than she does. Oh. And uh, she has a new Lucy Barton book out, which I'm running to get.
0: Okay. okay, I know who that character yeah.
2: is.
1: <laughs> wonderful! Oh, we've really enjoyed.
2: We
0: have
1: a crush on you. Michael. I know. We were, you're so good looking. <laughs> we are following you on Twitter. Now we're like, God, that guy is a snack and a And half.
0: I want to read Ally. LA. <laughs> um, it was really nice to meet you. The book is Swans War. You guys are going to love this. It is a rich. It's just a. It's, it's a, a, a wonderful not, book. We yeah. really enjoyed it, and thank you for being on our show.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. All right, we've got a couple books. Well. All thank right, you Thank you. We've got a couple thank books I, to give I, away, I like. 651-641-1071, and we're going to take a quick break and be right back.
2: We'll get back to Adele and
1: this bad song, I Drink Wine in a Second. <laughs> we just have to gush over our last guest. Oh, Michael, my goodness. He has... He has- Done
0: everything, and we find out that. How about him explaining the war?
1: In, the, in what's sense, going on with the in Ukraine? On. Yeah. In, in one it's one Russia short against sentence. U.S. by proxy. Yeah. It was fascinating. Iran.
0: He's. Anyway, oh. he was a diplomat to Israel um, under Barack Obama's. Um, he was the ambassador. Ambassador, thank you. And wow. served sort of five years.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, he has written. I, I want to read his I other think, book Yeah, Allies. this is
1: his third book, Swan's yeah. War. I could totally see this being a movie. Because it's a short book in this in that sense. Sometimes our historical fictional novels can be long. I think it's some of Kate Quinn's books. Right. This is not, it and isn't. that is one of the things I like about it. Is it's that crisp
0: writing. Though Chris, it's rich. I feel like yeah, I'm I, in can, her, I can picture I'm everybody. In coop yeah. Going around this little island right. trying to find the murderers. Right. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Swan's War be a good one. Very good. All